raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good morning. It is 9.32. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And there's a new poll out, and it says the share of Americans who support sending more money to Ukraine has dropped. Only 41% of people say they agree that we should provide more weapons. That's down from 65%, which happened over the summer. This is a new Reuters survey that was released yesterday. Well, these are one of the things that gives me faith in society, Casey, that apparently maybe people are paying paying attention to what's gone on in Ukraine and maybe people are starting to look around and go wait a second all of this money is gone and we don't have any idea where it went mm-hmm. I mean there there is I mean it's government right period but this is so poorly planned so poorly explained so poorly accounted for that people are looking at all this going well it appears there's more to this than meets the eye i mean you think about this there is no vision for what's going on there there is no timetable for when it ends there is no tangible measurement of success i mean look whenever putin is defeated that's not reality that's not a that's not a a thing that you can get your hand around because ukraine is never going to defeat vladimir putin well and what is defeat does that mean that putin has to be six feet under right great great point there's no accounting for where the money's gone there's no itemized list of here's what we got and then there's no roi based on the things that we bought and how they've been used and how it has helped ukraine i mean i i still am looking at this going let's say russia had won why would that have negatively affected us and i don't want to hear anything about well you don't want putin getting the access to this and access to that but what I do know right now is my gas is higher than it's basically ever. I mean, or is that is at near or at or near record levels on a consistent basis? Uh, you've got obviously inflation because of it. You've got a new stronger alliance between China and 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 Russia. Um, I'm not a person who looks at Ukraine and says, boy, they've really been a strong ally to America and a really reliable friend to this country. And yet we have made such sacrifices, both in terms of money we've sent them Mm -hmm. and the impact on our own daily existence. Mm -hmm. I think people are looking at this going, we may be done here because we're not seeing any benefit from continuing to do this. We're done sending our money there. Of course, the decline in support happened after Congress passed that continuing resolution and said that they weren't going to include more funding for Ukraine. A lot of members have vowed that we're going to pass separate legislation to provide more aid in the immediate future. Don't you worry. We're going to send more money there. But then President Biden has made another request to Congress for more assistance to Ukraine. And this is the thing that gets me. The White House warned of potential consequences uh-huh. of not passing more aid. Sure. What are the potential consequences? Tell me. Tell me like a five. Lay it out to me. What is going to happen if they don't get more of my money? And this is what government always does. Well, if we don't, then this doomsday scenario might occur. And so often they are effective because people, for some reason, willfully believe their government rather than saying, why don't we see? Why don't we not do it? And let's see what happens. Here's the reality. Ukraine is not our friend. 
Ukraine has no track record of being our friend. And we have a long history in this country of aligning ourselves with people who are not our friends, but they are the enemy of our enemy. Oh, I don't know. See the Taliban in the war with the Russians. Hmm. How did that end up working out? This never ends up working out well for us. And yet we just keep doing the same thing. So countries around the world have given $100 billion in direct military assistance to Ukraine. Half of that, half from the United States. Why are we the biggest contributor? Yeah, and I mean, look, they, they clearly want to do a lot more because, it, well, and that's the way it always works, right? We've talked about this, that in a weird way, the politicians, um, they're almost like Skynet on Terminator. They're evolving. And what I mean by that is the politicians have figured out, well, we are we are wholly invested in continuing to prop up the military industrial complex. However, people are pretty squeamish and pretty anti having our troops blown up in foreign lands anymore so what if we just send them the money and the stuff with that we we buy which props up the complex mm-hmm. and and then we don't send the troops and then people won't be as angry and to their credit but at this year and a half it's been a colossal failure and people seem a little bit bit more receptive to that than they did say the war in iraq also a colossal failure but american troops were were dying in the process okay so you said we send the stuff the stuff includes anti-aircraft anti-ship missiles weapon locating radar systems mine clearing ships patrol boats helicopters rocket launching systems hey let's talk about the ambulances the power generators the bridges tents and even money to keep their fashion district going. Well, and so this is the thing, right? Like when you're, you're and I'm, I'm again, let me be very clear. I'm against any of this stuff, period. But it's one thing to say, we're going to send them these weapons and they, it's going to A, B, and C. And three months from now, we will report back to the American people and, and show you, you and show you how it yep. went. But when you've got the indisputable stuff that's coming out, where we're paying government salaries, mm-hmm. we're paying for economic development, we're paying for all of these things over there. That is not in America's interest. Ukraine, it's not like we have some big economic bond with Ukraine. Keeping the Ukraine's fashion district going, how does that help me? And, how does that help my price of eggs and bread go down? It and, doesn't. And you, you, I mean, this is, this is what these politicians do, and it happens because it's not their money. Mm. It's not, they're not out any money if the Ukraine thing fails. It is cause du jour. There are a bunch of stupid people who put those goofy yellow and blue flags on their profile photos or in their yards or whatever. They have no idea what it means. They have no idea what Ukraine is or was. And again, how do we go from whether it was Bush or Obama or then Trump? We're still meeting with Russia. We still are acknowledging uh, vested mutual interest in terms of fighting terrorism. We have economic ties to these countries. And then we just act like, oh, these people are tyrants and they got to – that doesn't make any sense, Casey. Mm -hmm. They try to act like they can just snap their fingers and go, oh, it's the Cold War all over again. Well, one president after another of both parties in the lead up to this decision to support Ukraine – was meeting and bonding and finding points of commonality with Russia. They try to act like it was the same relationship that we had with North Korea or something. It's it's these things are not the same. Okay, well Joe Biden was uh, mumbling incoherently again <laughs> yesterday. He's it was a security briefing on Ukraine and how scary is that? <laughs> We're talking about this guy getting a security briefing and he looks like he's fallen asleep in his chair. Um Biden is in bad shape. 
And I don't mean bad shape in the sense of like, I think he's going to keel over tomorrow and not be with us anymore. But bad shape in the sense of this person should not be leading the free world. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this sort of stuff should not be happening with someone who is the commander in chief, who has to meet with other world leaders, who has to show signs of strength and vigor. This is a huge issue. We, we, we have uh, touched on this many times. I don't like Gavin Newsom or his policies. I have no doubt, though, physically Gavin Newsom would be up to being president of the United States. And if he has to, you know, meet with a world leader, he's at least, while his policies might embarrass us, he personally is not going to be an embarrassment and be doing what we're about to hear here. Did you see that uh, they just announced that Biden is supposed to meet with Xi Jinping? Oh, jeez. I mean, doesn't that scare you? They're going to roll that guy out there to go meet with our our greatest enemy? Oh, it's just petrifying, Casey. Right? Like, please don't. Can we we vote now? Can we we have the election today? Can you imagine how that meeting is going to go? It's scary. I mean, if he can even complete, can he even make the trip there? Well, that's a great question. All right, here is Biden mumbling incoherently. Uh, also, uh, our continued uh, advancement of stability in the Indo-Pacific in that whole area. What? Indo-Pacific. Huh? That's the word you're Maybe, looking can for. Maybe, can we do that again? Sure. I, I don't know, I have any idea what he was trying to say. Okay. Uh, also, uh, continued uh, advancement of stability in the uh, Indo-Pacific uh, uh, in that whole area. Our continued support for stability in Indo-Pacific. In that whole area. Yeah, that's what he tried to say. Joe Biden is no longer with us. He's uh, physically with yes. us, but he's no longer no, with absolutely. us. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.